From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au Coming up, work to start at Colleges Crossing, but not until next year. So far, it's a short list of people who intend to run at the next council election in March, Ipswich Christmas lights, and we reminisce about popular toys for baby boomers. Walter Williams and Ashley Mack join the show for our regular yarn over the back fence. It's Monday, December 18, 2023, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Walter Williams has called Ipswich home for 32 years and you will know his voice on many TV and radio ads and he was previously heard doing his own program on QFM, 4BH, Star, River and 4BC. Welcome, Walter. And I'm back. <laughs> Ashley Mack was born in Ipswich. Growing up in Ebervale didn't affect him very much at all. He was the first voice on QFM in 1990, still a media tart, and owns that great coffee shop in St Andrews, which I happened to visit last week. Welcome, Ash. And I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. What you're referring to is the bad weather up north? Oh, look. It, 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 at the moment, Ipswich's weather looks fantastic in comparison to what some people are getting at the moment, I tell you. No, no it's very, very disturbing pictures out of Cairns. Having uh, lived there at uh, primary school and some years in high school, I can picture exactly where that disaster's uh, unfolding. And I can't believe the pictures of Cairns Airport. Yeah, That's the first time that runway has flooded, isn't it? I can't remember it ever flooding. The story goes they did build a levee along the Barren River side, but yeah. bom, bom, not high enough for this flood. Wow. Yeah. So. My, my first full-time radio station was Innisfail, 4KZ. A lot of rain there. Uh, and Yeah, a lot of <laughs> rain there, but uh, poor old Cairns had, has had a year's worth in just five days. Just let that sink in. That is incredible. Well, mm. we, wish, we wish them well up there. And yeah. uh, the poor people that have flooded, it just brings back flashbacks of the 2011 and the subsequent floods across Ipswich. So we know they're in for a long haul and our thoughts are with them. Talking of floods, the final images have been released for Colleges Crossing and work to start in 2024. You've had a chance to look at them, lads. What do you think, Ash? Oh, mate, I'm, I'm, I've never been a fan of what they did to colleges. Colleges used to be a very natural, pretty place that we used to camp at when we were kids. And when they sort of modernised it and put in the fancy barbecues and the play areas and the mown lawns and the paths and the coffee shops, it was nice, but you could see it coming. You could see it getting wiped out every time we have a flood, and I think that's a waste of money. Walter? Yeah, look, I, I like the new plans. I've, I've gone over them, uh, the ones you sent us, and it looks great. Uh, my only concern is the time it has taken, uh, because this tender, the actual name of the tender won't be announced until 2024. That makes it two years since the flood actually happened. Uh, I could imagine and things would be very different if the shoe was on the other foot and you were a ratepayer and you hadn't fixed up any flood damage to your property within a two-year period. Is it a, is it a uh, an insurance job? That's it's over five million dollars to get this stuff done. Mm. 
Yeah. Uh, yes, Ash, it's going to be uh, from the Queensland Reconstruction Authority, so that's money from the uh, state and feds for the rebuild. I think oh, this good. time, you, you say it's around five and a half mil, I think last time it was about 14 mil. So it's a very much cut down refurb. My only concern would be the artist impression of the swings and shade sales is in that area where the old coffee shop kind of used to be. Mm. And on a big flood, it's going to be wiped out again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, as long as – if they can make them, uh, you know, flood-proof swings, I suppose it'd be okay. <laughs> Good luck with that. No, it's, it's those it's big swings. logs. It's those big tree logs coming down that wipe everything out. Uh, anyway. Maybe they should, yes. we should get one of – maybe we should go down to SeaWorld and get that old boat thing there, you know, the big swinging lady uh, pirate ship. <laughs> the pirate ship. <laughs> yeah, give it a dual purpose. I know one thing for sure. We'll all be happy to see it restored in – some way, shape or form, because it is a very popular place, particularly on hot days like today. But it brings up the old question, doesn't it, Alan? Like, why isn't there a bridge there that would just bridge and get us from one side to the other instead of flooding every time it spits? They actually redone the bridge up near the weir. It's almost complete, and it's amazing what I've seen of that. Yeah, and it's so you've got that secondary bridge. But really, the people who use that bridge are Brisbaneites taking a shortcut through Ipswich to get to the Ipswich Motorway. Mm. That's what it is. Like, or people trying to avoid the centenary because it is a nightmare. That's me when I'm coming home from rats on a <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> you forget. You get spoilt when you're just circulating in Ipswich, don't you? You get spoilt oh, with the traffic and then once you leave and get on the motorways, you're reminded. There's a lot of other Funny people thing out about- there. The funny thing about bridges is it's usually not the cost of the bridge to be built. It's the cost of the land around it to buy Mm. because they actually need to buy a fair bit of land either side to do it. And that's the expensive part. I think that's actually one of the reasons we're having challenges with the one that's going to connect to Jacaranda Street, isn't it? Mm. Because a lot of that land... For the last 30 plus years. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's been a long time. All right, Um, let's let's move on. The council election is only a few months away and it's uh, on Saturday, March 16th. Normally, it would be the last Saturday in March every four years, but because I think it falls around Easter, it's been moved forward a bit, so make a note of that. I believe most people haven't engaged yet. It is Christmas after all. The shops are busy. But in the new year, we'll see some more action. We're going to run through who we think or know for sure that's uh, going to run in 2024. I want to start with the mayor. Here's what Teresa Harding told me back in July. Of course, I've always had the intention to run again, mm-hmm. and I really want to continue to improve this great city. And look, I'll, I'll, I'll make a bit more of a media splash about it um, later on. But at the moment, my focus is very much on being the mayor and delivering great services to the people of Ipswich. So we can count on Teresa Harding putting a name up one more time. We also know about Dave Martin, who came out of the blocks very early. Uh, around mid-year as well. And more recently, Peter Robinson is going to have a go for mayor. Let's do a round of the vi- divisions. What's your, what division are you in, uh, Ash? I'm in division uh, four, so I'm actually in the division where Kate's not running again. Kate Kunzelman mm. saying goodbye, yes. Yeah, and I remember saying to Russell Milligan last time when I had a chat to him about the what they were doing with the um, the motocross track here. I said anybody who went, who actually ran last time was a crazy, you know, because they were really just drawing a target on their forehead. And he thought I insulted him. <laughs> I probably, <laughs> I probably was. It's know? all gone very quiet about that now. You mention it. Yeah, well, I, I think they're a, they've flogged it off to a uh, a developer. So all of those people who whinged and bitched about having a um, um, a small lot development in there are actually going to get this small lot development. 
Susan yeah. Dunn's having a second run in uh, Division Four. She's a Rosewood resident. Do you know much about Susan? Never met her. No. Never heard. Never heard of her. But did, uh, such a big division this one. Mm, because well, they all are. It, you know, mm. it, yeah, well, say it's, Rosewood just seems so far. I'm not too much of a fan of the only four divisions. I reckon they should have yeah. kept them. You know, oh, we're, we're, we're stuck with it at least one more election cycle. Walt, you would be in Division 3, I'm guessing. Correct, the Munda. Uh, have you heard? And I'm, I'm familiar with Marnie Doyle, and uh, she's c- contesting again, isn't she? Yes, uh, Marnie Doyle has confirmed she'll have another go. Yeah. Mm. Andrew Fechner. I could live or die without him because um, I've never met the man. And uh, now this is uh, we've got a new name on the list this year. It's Daniel Danielle Mutton from the Greens. So running as a Greens candidate, so far the only candidate I know across the I know of across the city who is running under a, a political party mm. banner. Before we go to the other two divisions, last election, can you have a wild guess how many candidates there were across the city? Oh, oh there were heaps. There was a lot. 41. <laughs> 41 to be <laughs> Across exact. Across four divisions. Across, and, Look, and the I'm mayor. Gun, and the mayor. So that was the and, mayor and the, the four divisions. Yeah, 41. I've got a gut feeling there's a lot of people keeping their powder dry at the moment. Could well be. Uh, in Division 2, the big mystery will be Paul Tully. Will he leave it to five to the hour to nominate again? And uh, Nicole Jonick, haven't heard officially there, but I'm going to punt Yes. Uh, in addition to that, we've got a, a second-time candidate, Steve Purcell, is going to run a joint ticket with Helen Youngbury, and they both run uh, Goodner Street Life. So they're very well known in the Goodner and the Eastern Suburbs. Okay. So that will be interesting. Yeah. Paul's um, must be nearing retirement age if he's a... Day. Well, in politics, there's no such thing as I understand. I know, I know. <laughs> just, just, just tell America, right? <laughs> yes. The, the US president is, what, 80? 80 plus, yeah, something mm. like that. Look, I, I think as long as Paul is enjoying uh, good health, then uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him uh, put his hand up again. Well, he seems to be. Last time I saw him, he looked very healthy. Mm. Over to Division 1, and I'd be Fairly certain Jacob Madsen will have another go. Haven't heard officially. Sheila has been hedging her bets each way. The goss is that a few months ago, Sheila had declared behind the scenes, no, I've had enough. Time to hitch up the caravan with the hubby and do that round Australia trip or maybe another one. They might have already done one. So I don't know whether Sheila's going to have another go. And we do have two repeat candidates, Simon Ingram, who I spoke to on an earlier episode of Ipswich Today, uh, as I did with Pi Augustine, who came out the blocks very early and had her uh, stand at the Ipswich show. Mm, that's right. And the thing you've got to bear in mind with any of these candidates, it, they're looking at a roughly about $20,000 they need minimum to put themselves forward, basically, don't they? It, it's not cheap. No, it's not cheap because you're really back to the old-fashioned uh, flyers through the letterbox. Mm. Get, getting those delivered is a much harder task uh, than it used to be, uh, but not impossible. So, yeah, you, you've got to have a few sh- shillings behind you to uh, to run an effective campaign. A lot of it will be done on social media. David Martin. David Martin, yes. We're, we're getting back to the mayoral position. Yes, he has been huge on social media. Will that get you across the line? Mm, it'd help. Last time we discussed this, mm. we said it's a it's a popularity game, isn't it? It is. Have you ever done the door knocking thing? I have must it, admit, no. No. Back in um, the same year that Paul Fasali got in, I ran in Division 6 up against um, 
Georgie Conway. Remember Georgie? Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, there was another lady who was the Liberal Party. Georgie was the Labor Party. Um, no, Georgie was the Liberal Party. The other lady was the Labor Party, and I was the Independent. And I spent $1,000, right, a four-week campaign, and I got 22% of the primary vote, which... How many candidates were in that division? How many? Three. Three. Three Well, that's not bad. Yeah, and um, it... Well, um, what was his name? The bridge, Don, Don, was it Don Livingston? Yeah, Don Livingston came to me afterwards, said I can have a go at any seat you'd like. I'd join the Labor Party. That's a small problem. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm an independent. But that, and, um, that, and for, the door knocking is very, very hard work. It's like, you know, weeks of knocking and being abused. <laughs> oh, God, never again. Yeah, and I can imagine it's even more polarising now. Some of them would you probably be as angry at the front door as, as they are on the keyboard. Do you, do you know who gave me the hardest time? It was actually a friend. Do you remember <laughs> Noel, Noel Schultz? He owned the Club Hotel, right? Ah. And uh, Poor old Noel, he's passed away now. He's he a lovely guy, but he thought I was the Labor Party and he was a staunch <laughs> liberal. And didn't he give me stick? <laughs> that, was, and that, was, that was funny. What? To bring anyone up to date who is listening and wondering about the party politics and local government, Prior to 1995, that's how it kind of ran in Ipswich, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. very. It, it, oh, if, yeah. if you if you were Labor Party in 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 that that era, you were guaranteed 44 percent of the primary vote. Right now, now Ashley claims he's an independent, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's a member of the Christmas Party. Looking at that, look at that shirt, shirt he's wearing look today. At that yes, shirt. look. Actually, yeah. we might give away a couple of uh, Ipswich today over the back fence recording secrets, gents. We we actually <laughs> use the uh, mega free Skype uh, to record the audio for the show and of course we're in different locations and we can see each other but yes if you if we had pictures today for you ash has definitely got the christmas vibe going oh, that's yeah. me and uh, i tell well i'm not too sure if it's a good idea to do this thing on uh, on skype <laughs> you two are very ugly <laughs> that's why we're in radio ash that's why we were <laughs> I don't want to forget one other candidate i know of for sure and that's uh, 23 year old josh Addison, and I say the age deliberately because I'm fairly certain he will be the youngest candidate, and he has certainly um, mustered some forces. He's been able to get a bit of media coverage already, which is not bad for a first-timer. Yeah, let's see. And he probably is the guy who you'll you'll find has got the best handle on social media. No doubt. No doubt. All right. Talking of Christmas, Ash, your Christmas shirt has segued us to Christmas around (laughs) Ipswich. Seamlessly. Absolutely seamlessly. There's plenty of festive lights on homes and Nicholas Street. I didn't get a chance to go in and see it, but the pictures were outstanding. Walt, I'm guessing you and Henry Waffles went for a walk. Yes, Margie and I, we, we went out uh, midweek last week and did our Christmas lights. We started in the city at Nicholas Street Precinct because what they did this year was just even bigger and better than the year before. And they tend to do that every year. It just gets better. And as a mate of mine, Jason boasts, he has the best Christmas lights in Ipswich in his street because he lives up on the hill. Uh, exactly. Yes, yeah, so he can look straight down. Yeah. Yeah. Right down. No, there's anyway. some great photos. Uh, great photos. So there's, we've been out. Um, the, some of the one of the best homes I thought was uh, one over 
North Ipswich, Raymond's Hill, not far from the old radio station, Star mm. 106.9. It's a big, beautiful, uh, expansive uh, Queenslander, and it's mm. been done up nicely. And I hear good things about another one at uh, Six Rise Place at Heathwood. It's on my must-do list. Plus, I've got to check it out yet, and that is Paul Tully Avenue is just chockers with... Well, for years and years. Do, do you remember, Walter... Uh, this was when after you'd left the radio station, Ash, but Walt and I were at, uh, as it was, Star 106.9, now River, and we did a bit of a Christmas convoy in the old outside broadcast truck. That's and right. uh, even way back then, 98, 99, Paul Tully Avenue was always an outstanding street. So I'm guessing there's not been a high turnover of uh, ownership in that street mm. for it to be so consistent for so long. And I loved yeah, the house. Right. There was one house, though, Walt, you might remember this. So we had Christmas lights galore, Christmas lights galore. Then we come to one house, and it was almost in total darkness except for one word across the front of the house, Grinch. Yeah, <laughs> Grinch. <laughs> I don't know so whether that still happens. Yeah. No, it was, yeah. it was very good. Uh, Ash, what about your favourites? Well, uh, no, what I might do is I might tell you what I really miss. Ah. And that yeah. is... Um, when I was a kid, I remember my parents taking me to see the window displays at the uh, places like Crimmenfoot mm. and um, Bayards and that sort of stuff and TC Burn or Burnies as they used to call it. Mm-hmm. And in um, Brisbane, they had the Maya Centre because yeah, that doesn't exist this year. Yeah, that's right. They and in Brisbane, you'd go, uh, you'd you'd Myers would have their windows done and McQuarters down the valley. McQuarters had a fantastic thing on the yeah. roof. Right, where you'd go up and there was a, a train that went around, you got your photo taken with Santa and that sort of stuff. And I really miss that because that, we used to love taking the kids, you know, or being taken to it. I'd love to take my grandkids to something like that. But no, yeah. Christmas lights have taken over. As you said on uh, last month's Over the Back Fence, uh, National mm. Lampoon's Christmas Vacation changed it all. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. We're blaming that. Yeah. Talking about those old stores, I can vaguely remember going to uh, McQuirter's in the Valley on the tram and uh, seeing their outstanding display. Toys we used to get as kids. For me, it was bikes after about the age of 10. Cowboy outfits, my prized Christmas present of all time was a portable record player. Oh, I remember. Well, actually, mine was a tape machine, and that was the thing that started me on the road to radio. There you go. I remember getting a reel to reel it was, too. It's good to see Alan wearing his cowboy outfit today, too. He's still got it. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) He's not not wearing those chaps again. No, no. It's too too hot today. It's not Mardi Gras. No, no. It certainly isn't. Uh, The other one, the other ones that I used to like were the board games. I was a Monopoly fanatic and I knew the rules back the front and every time someone wanted to challenge me, I'd go, no, no, here's the rules, read the rules. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember the push bikes that they had in those days? I remember there was um, Dragsters. No Dragsters. Yeah. Yeah. T-bar changes on the top of them. You had the flash ones. Oh, hang on. You know the one that I always wanted and never got, and I think it's affected me in my life. It's, it's, I'm still carrying around the burden. Cause my parents the scars. Would it was called a Skidster GT. And oh. I think the reason that I, they didn't get it, in those days when I, you could buy a, a Dragster push bike, I think for about 30 bucks. Oh, wow. 30, $30. They were in a shed. And this thing was sixty nine ninety five. It was nearly twice the price. Wow. And it was Did like, you actually it was, get it? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I ended up. I ended up with a scrambler drag. Store. All right, you weren't spoiled by your parents. That's good to hear. No, no, no I wasn't spoiled. 
<laughs> you know, I Googled that and all I got was skid steer, which is a very different thing. It very much do. Very. I love one. Oh, hey, I want one of those for Christmas. Yeah, now you do. A bobcat for the front yard. Yeah, yeah, big Ash wants a skid steer. Okay. I want to see if you know of this game, the board game called Trouble. Do you remember it? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. That was the one with yeah. the dome and you, you pushed it down the and the dice, in the, middle. Yeah. the dice flicked around. Did they? Have you seen it in the stores? Is it still around? No. You hey, can I still get it. You can get it. for uh, my grandchild. I bought it for one of my grandkids. Oh, good. Yeah. It's good to know yeah, that it's, it's, it's still there. It's a great game. Yeah. It's a yeah. classic. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. All right, guys, this has been a, a fun way to wrap up the year for um, our last yarn over the back fence for 2023. To you and your families, have a great Christmas. And uh, let yours be absolutely fantastic too. And let's hope the weather yeah. is kind to us. See you next year. Uh, Alan, yeah. Ash, namaste away from me. And a reminder to look for handy links in the show notes, including those colleges crossing artist impressions. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich Today on smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.